This is the Marriage Bites Podcast, episode 65, How to Avoid Family Drama During the Holidays, part one. Welcome back to the Marriage Bites Podcast. Yeah, welcome. We missed you last week because it was Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So hopefully everyone had a, a great Thanksgiving and was able to see or talk to family mm-hmm. and eat a whole lot of food. Not too much food. But just enough to gorge yourself. Just enough pumpkin pie. That's the main thing. Apple pie. Love the apple pie. So the holidays are officially upon us. And so we are going to talk about avoiding drama during the holidays. Some say the holidays start at Halloween. Some say it starts at Thanksgiving. Okay. I don't know. Whatever y'all do. Whatever. It it all works. Um, This is obviously, for many people, a very stressful time of year. Um... On top of all the regular life things, you have all of the holiday things. And sometimes there's a lot of pressure that comes with that. Yeah, I mean, there's parties, there's food, and there's parties, and there's family tugging which way. There's more parties and food. and Sometimes it's financial stress. Right. Because you've... Christmas presents, and there's all the stuff. And it can be a really amazing, beautiful time. And it can also be a little bit less amazing and less beautiful in certain ways. But we're here to help you fix that. We are. Did we already talk that this is a series? Uh, we did not say that. We have planned a series of episodes about different ways to avoid drama during the holidays. So hopefully you'll get some good advice and be able to have a smoother holiday season. Right. So for our first in the series, we are talking about how to not put your spouse in between yourself and their family. Okay, that sounds a little confusing. What does that mean? Well, it means that you are basically forcing your spouse to choose between you and their family. This happens a lot. It seems like it happens more to men than to women. I don't know why. Maybe that's just my perception because I talk to more women than men in general about this kind of stuff. But what I find is that a husband, stereotypically, obviously can happen any way with any configuration. But if, let's say, a husband feels like he's being put in between his wife and his mom. So let's say his wife gets mad at his mom for something. Like maybe she said something and was a little bit insensitive. And she probably did. I mean, let's be honest. Mother-in-law, mother-in-law sometimes, do say insensitive things. Sometimes they do say insensitive things. I love my mother-in-law. She's amazing. She never says oh, insensitive things. My mother-in-law things. never says anything bad. No. Your mom. We got lucky. No, we I'm have kidding. great in-laws. <laughs> we do. Um... But sometimes there's friction between the wife and the mom of a husband. And so the wife will get angry at her mother-in-law and then decide, we're not going to your event. We're not going to come over to your Christmas party. And then the husband's like, well, wait, I love my wife. I love my mom. I want to spend the holidays with her and be included in the regular family traditions. But my wife is angry. And then sometimes the mother-in-law feels hurt because the wife is angry and feels rejected or You know, there's the friction between the two women that he cares about the most, and then he feels put in the middle. And that seems to happen a lot, especially around the holidays. People care extra much about their Christmas traditions in general. Right, and militantly so, some of them. Uh, I know, like, for us, and we got married, we both had some very strong feelings about Christmas. Mm -hmm. I don't know why other holidays not so much, except for Valentine's Day. I hate that holiday. Hate it. So I have some strong feelings about it. Anyway, um... Sometimes bringing those traditions together is pretty tough. Mm-hmm. And then there's extended family, and it, uh-huh. they're all wanting their piece of the tradition, too. Right. 
And if the wife is upset at the husband for wanting to side with his mom or wanting to agree with his mom, or not completely being on her side, that can cause problems in the marriage as well. So, one cannot control one's mother-in-law. This is well established, I hope. It is well established, but you can control your spouse. <laughs> no. But you, you can control yourself. The thing is, sometimes if you feel like the person who's being put in between two people you care about, that's one thing. But we're talking about the other side. When you recognize that you are the person who is putting your spouse in between yourself and another person. Because that's what you actually have the most control over. We can talk about the reverse of that too. If you're the one who feels like they're being put in between. The thing is, if I was upset at my mother-in-law, for example, I can't control her. I can't make her do something. I can't make her apologize or make her back down or change her mind or make her stop pressuring you or any of that. But what I can do is recognize my part in putting you in the middle. So I can decide, listen, I'm choosing not to go to her Christmas party because I feel like that's the best for me. That's what I need right now for my mental health, whatever. But I can release you of any obligation to follow me on that, to agree with me, to back me up. What I like about that is it's so much more, the energy or the feeling is so much more neutral. Mm -hmm. It's not a positive or negative. And I would add to that, that if you truly are not, even though you say, I'm totally fine with whatever you do, but if you really don't believe that and you're just giving your spouse lip service on that, mm -hmm. they're going to pick up on it and yeah. they're going to call BS to what you're saying. Well, and they that, might not call you out on it, but they will feel it. They will feel it and they will know it. Uh -huh. And that causes issues as well. Mm -hmm. Because it's really not fair for myself, let's just say for myself as a wife, to make my husband choose between me and his mom. It's not fair for me to do that. Now, I can make decisions for myself. If I did happen to have a toxic mother-in-law, for example, then it would be up to me to decide how much I let her in my life. But I think it's not fair for me to force my husband to cut her off as well. Because they have their relationship and he values that relationship even if she's not the nicest person in the world. She still is the person who raised him. He still has feelings and bonds with her. And um, it's going to cause friction in my relationship with him if I try to control his relationship with her. So backing off of that part and saying, you can have the relationship with her that you want and I will have the relationship with her that I want. I will go to the family party and stay for 20 minutes, or I will not go at all, or I will make the decision that I want to make for myself. And then when it comes to kids, that's sort of another thing. If the mother-in-law is mean to the kids, or if there's some sort of toxicity between her and the kids, I can advocate and say, I don't wish for them to go. And I think that's fair for me to be able to say, I don't want them over there. And then that would be something that you would work out together as a couple. Um, but let's put that issue aside for a little second. The purpose for stepping back is to preserve my relationship with my husband, to keep that free from drama as much as possible. And whatever the mother-in-law thing is between him and her, really being able to let go and say, of course he wants to spend time with his mom. It's his mom and it's the holidays and we want it to be special and whatever. So that is the way to stop yourself from putting your spouse in between yourself and another person. Well, so we gave one example. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are so many examples that you could put in this. I mean, we gave one example. Yeah. The, your example of what something you might be going through could be totally different than ours. Uh -huh. I think the thing to remember is that when you have family and your spouse and you're trying to put your spouse in between you and that family, 
not doing that is the big thing. And yeah. then being neutral with your feelings. Mm-hmm. And let, letting your your adult spouse make their own choice. Mm-hmm. And being totally good with it. Right. And then they are actually free to choose. And it's not going to cause resentment between the two of you right. when you decide to back off. That doesn't mean that you give up your values. Because if your values are, my mother-in-law spoke to me that way or she did that thing, and I'm going to stand up for myself... That, so it doesn't mean that you're just giving in. It's not the same as just right. giving up and doing what everybody else says. Right. You're still holding on to yourself while also not creating a problem in your marriage. Right. I think as you do that and do that effectively, you will not only build greater intimacy with your spouse, mm-hmm. but you also grow trust between the two of you. And your spouse can trust you more too that you're mm-hmm. not going to flip out on them when you allow them to make their own choice. And you can trust them more, too, because you know that when they make a choice, it's the choice that they want. They're not just people pleasing. So you don't have to wonder, well, did he really want to do that or is he just doing it to please me? Mm -hmm. And that increases trust between the two of you. Right. So that's it. We are keeping this episode short because we know everything's extra busy at this time of year. So. And we're busy, too. Uh Uh-huh. If you feel like you know somebody who is in this kind of situation, feel free to share this episode with them. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Marriage Bites Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, share it with a friend. Do you feel like the fun and adventure you used to have has been crowded out by work, kids, and just life in general? I have put together 24 super fun date night ideas that will have you laughing and connecting in 20 minutes or less. So head over to andalynprice.com to get a whole bunch of easy and free date ideas. You'll be amazed at how a little bit of play can have you laughing and connecting in no time. Babysitter not required. Testing, testing, one, five, eight. Yeah, I don't know why this gets so dirty. My desk gets... Your desk is filthy. So dirty. Yeah. You're a dirty person. Shut up. (laughs) It increases hand-holding, hugging, and kissing, and more. (laughs) That was really random. I don't know. It was. I was going to say go on vacations and stuff and... Okay. Have laughs. Right. Date nights and... Yeah, nothing else. What are you? What else? There is, is nothing else. Yeah. Okay, this is getting re- weird. It's totally weird. That's why I'm on this show. I'm here to make it weird, <laughs> and to try to interject some Star Trek into every episode and crap diddly whack.